Well, welcome to the Crockett Baptist Church uh, Thought for the Day. Um, we're actually recording this as we go for a walk along the beach at night, so there's a little bit of background noise. Uh, that's all it is. Uh, the team are all behind us. Uh, we've had a busy day uh, with the students today. Um, and I've got Joel here with me. So I'm just going to ask Joel a few questions. So, Joel, firstly, where are you from? Uh, so I'm from a small place called Chippenham, which is in Wiltshire. Brilliant. And Joel, what is it that you do? Uh, so I've just finished my A-levels, so hoping to go to uh, university in September. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. What are you planning on studying? Uh, psychology, but that's all reliant on me getting in and everything else, you know. And where do you expect to be studying? Uh, Surrey, so in Guildford. Fantastic, that's really good. Um, Joel, obviously you're on this week this week because you're a Christian and you're interested in sharing what the Bible teaches with uh, people who we meet um, this week, which this week is mainly international students who are studying in the UK. Why do you think that the Bible is relevant for people and why are you so interested in sharing the messages that the Bible contains with strangers who you don't know? Gosh, I think there's about 50 sermons worth in that question. But um, very briefly, uh, I think it's the most vital thing in the world. Uh, I think it's, it's eternity changing uh, in every measure, not just, but not only for eternity, it's also the best way to live now um, in the way that we think and act. Uh, I think it is revolutionary in every aspect of our lives. Okay, so quick fire then. Yep. The Bible is relevant to every area of life. Let me give you some things that I'm just going to throw out there then. How about, is it relevant to your career? Uh, yes, in the way that I act and interact with colleagues. And why does the Bible, what does the Bible say about those sorts of things? Uh, I should be uh, honouring uh, God in what I do and showing that I am like Jesus or as much as I can be in everything that I do. Um, again, it's in uh, word and indeed in what I do um, so that then I can best proclaim and glorify God. Okay, I mean, that sounds, that sounds wonderful, um, but if I'm honest with you, it also sounds a little bit unachievable. <laughs> yeah, 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 completely. Um, but that's the whole point of the gospel, isn't it? Is that we can't reach that perfection, and the whole point is we need Jesus, isn't it? It's that, it's that we are utterly uh, broken. There, there's nothing um, that can get me to be perfect, uh, perfected, and so we need Jesus to die on the cross to save us from our sins, don't we? So that's fantastic. It's really true. The Bible presents us with both a problem and the solution to the problem, doesn't it? The, the problem being that we've not met its standards. In fact, we come nowhere close to it. And the solution being that Jesus is the one who has kept those laws, met those standards, achieved what we could not achieve, and ultimately bore the punishment and the, the paid the price that we cannot pay. And because of that, wonderfully, not only we're we forgiven people if we put our trust in him, but also... We get to live out the promises that he's given us and, and we get to suddenly it changes our lives to all of these things which are unachievable and keep us uh, away from God and out of heaven actually be become things that God starts to work in our hearts, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I don't have anything to add apart from just that um, our aim is to glorify God and that, and that uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Joel, how did you become a Christian? Uh, so I actually became a Christian on UBM. Uh, on a kid's UBM. So when I was nine, I was, uh, I was walking down the St. Ives Hill with some with, with a team member uh, that I found a bit more interesting, to say the least. And so to catch him out when I was nine, I decided, you know, let's ask him how he became a Christian. 
Um, and so I did, and he essentially told me that he kept on praying the, the, the prayer, if you like, you know, for, for God to save him, but he never really meant it. Until essentially one day he did. And to be honest, that reflected my own experience down to a T. And so I just remember thinking, yeah, that's got to be me. Um, and so I became a Christian there. Uh, I remember it very distinctly. So UBM for me is really, really important because I know for a fact that it works. Just to backtrack a second, you said that there was a team member there who you found really interesting. What do you mean by that? Um, uh, we didn't get on the best, but um, it's funny how God uses um, uh, all sorts of different people uh, for the great of the gospel, isn't it? So let me fill in some gaps. So I know your uh, family are very much involved in beach missions. Yep. Uh, your dad leads teams. Yep. Um, so <laughs> you've been dragged on beach missions from a very young age, I expect. <laughs> uh, dragged, yeah. I absolutely love beach missions. It's, it's a thing that, uh, probably the best thing the whole year, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, even, more even than, as a small child. E- even more it. than Christmas, it was, it was always the thing that we looked forward to most. Not really good. Um, it's just genuinely wonderful, hanging with everyone, fellowship, um, uh, and just... Uh, I had a really good quote. It's it's just fuel for the fire. Yeah. Uh, really, really encouraging. And you, you're talking to non-Christians and the whole week it's a little taste of heaven. Yeah. Well, exactly what it's going to be like. You uh, were the most mature seven-year-old. You must have been. To, to say <laughs> that. <That's> amazing. <laughs> but there must have been moments where, I mean, you said that this guy, for whatever reason, you didn't particularly take a shine to him. He sure. must have wound you up in some way or whatever. Yeah. And yet, remarkably, you know, he was able to challenge you into thinking, yep. well, what, what do I do? So it's possible some people listen at home thinking, you know, you grow up in a Christian family, (laughs) parents are going along teaching the Bible, surely it's automatic that you're at least going to go along with it. And, you know, at most, basically, you're already there, aren't you? You know, but but what you're saying is, well, I'm inferring from what you're saying, that's not quite true, is it? (laughs) I think it's uh, it is a danger. Is it my faith? Is it my parents' faith? Uh, what's going on? Uh, am I confused? And actually, I think in the end, it's very clear. The Bible makes it abundant, abundantly clear that actually, in the end, it's a decision that you have to make. There's there's no two ways about it. It's not um, uh, uh, there's no ambiguity. Um, it's a clear decision that I trust Jesus for myself. It's not something that other that someone else can decide for me. Um, and so, yes, while uh, you may get those kind of comments, uh, it's just not true. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much, Joel. We really enjoyed that. It's good to hear from you. And uh, you're leaving us on uh, the weekend for this mission. You're, you're off somewhere else. Um, but we've really enjoyed having you on the team. And uh, I'm sure we'll see you again in the future. Thanks to everyone listening at home. And we look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow with somebody else from the team.